hell yeah. The Fat Boy Show. It's a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. And today is Wednesday, the 17th of February. You're listening to The Fat Boy Show. I'm Fat Boy here with Olive. Uh, remember to check out our website, rxradio.ug. Find out how to subscribe to our podcast library so that you can listen to previous segments of the show that you might have missed or wish to listen to again. And better yet, if you subscribe before the 20th of February, you stand a chance to win yourself a Hisense, th- a Hisense 32-inch HD LED television. Okay? Uh, the drawers will close on the 20th, so you've got just three days to go. Don't delay. Head to rxradio.ug. Now, today on the Fat Boy Show, we must turn our attention to Koima, where something rather tragic happened. A woman allegedly stabbed her husband to death. Okay. And so police uh, have her in custody. The incident happened uh, in the wee hours of Monday morning uh, somewhere near Hoima City. Hoima's a city now, did you know? Yeah. The suspect, her name is Doka Sumbabazi, a resident uh, there in Hoima City. She's accused of stabbing to death her husband, Nicholas Tumusime, a resident of the same area. Well, anyway, so what happened? The couple had a misunderstanding on Monday after uh, the husband accused his wife of escaping from home to attend Valentine's Day celebrations with other men, leaving him alone at home. Hey, man, this chick had the nerve. <laughs> So he came home on Valentine's on Sunday hoping for some quality time and the wife was nowhere to be seen. I guess he forgot that on Valentine's you don't stay indoors, you take her out. I wonder which lie she told him. My mother is sick. Well, (laughs) this sparked off a quarrel between the two and during the fight, Mbabazi, the wife, allegedly picked up a knife and stabbed him in the back. Mm. You know... (laughs) There's a lot of tension in these uh, marriages and domestic situations. You know, people like to talk about gender-based violence. All right, well, what do you call this? Men it's, are also, being, it's also gender-based violence. Men are, it's just violence, period. Why put labels? Violence is violence. Now, uh, you know, the activists keep telling us men have nothing to worry about. It's just the women that suffer. But, no, d- but day after day that. after day, I'm seeing stories of guys getting killed. No, but fat boy, they don't say that. There they was another say story. that women suffer more, but men are also being affected. Well, didn't you see a story from last week about a radio presenter in, was it in Barara? Yes, that girl who hacked her boyfriend to death. Yes, because or she claims he infected her with AIDS. But how do we even confirm that? That's the problem. See, the day you decide that, it, the day you wake up and realize you, you have HIV, it's very difficult. I don't know that it's easy to simply know who gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe if you've been sleeping with one person, yeah. But still, does killing them stop you from suffering the effects from the effects of HIV and AIDS? Because now not only does she have AIDS... Uh, she's going to languish in she's jail. She's now going to languish in jail and yet... You know, as as horrible as AIDS is, it's now, thankfully, a manageable illness. I mean, you can live a long life, a healthy life. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps that's the problem. Maybe that's why people are too relaxed. (laughs) Those days when AIDS was like a certain, like a death sentence, Mm. people took it more seriously. And do you think they didn't go on about their business? You know, the thing about AIDS, it's like the same thing about hell and heaven. 
when you listen to the gospel, you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to sin again because I don't want to <laughs> burn in heaven. It's the same in thing hell. about, uh, sorry, in, hev- in hell. It's the same thing about um, HIV. People will listen and probably watch something and they're like, eh, I'm going to get serious with my life until they meet this chick with the brown thighs and it's Ooh. like, ha, uh, we shall see about <laughs> AIDS tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the South African president, Jacob Zuma, who we're going to talk about later. But <laughs> <laughs> there was an incident where he he was he had sex with, uh, I think, a friend's daughter or something like that. Whoa. Uh, and actually, she had AIDS. Uh, and when he was asked why he had sex with that woman knowing she had AIDS, he said, well, I, I went and I took a shower after. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so I guess uh, even as a former president, he wasn't aware that w- taking a shower after having unprotected sex actually prevents you from getting AIDS. Does not prevent you from getting AIDS. Well, yeah, but if people are that ignorant, I guess it's no wonder that people are still exposing themselves to this. But with regards to our story from Hoima, I guess it just speaks to the you know escalating tragedy of violence in homes, uh, violence between married couples. A lot of these differences can really be resolved if people were more open. Mm. Of course, I advocate the ultimate solution to domestic violence, which no one likes. My solution is the best solution, but no one likes it. It is. And what's that? No marriage, no cohabitation. Do you think it helps? The girl in Wushen killed her boyfriend. They didn't live together. She had gone to visit him that night. Oh. Yeah. And I told you a story sometime last year of a lady who hacked her boyfriend from a lodge in Chanja. Hey, so they weren't even living together. Yes, claiming that he infected her with Okay, HIV. fine. Then no dating. Just <laughs> cut that out also, all together. And, uh, and then stay safe because, man, out there, it's, it just it seems too dangerous. But the other thing I've noticed, apart from uh, violence among married people and all couples... There is a lot of violence going on. I saw a son that hacked his father into a coma, a mother and daughter that hacked the husband to death. We have a mental health crisis in this country, yeah. which no one wants to talk about. And, we do. And, you know, the restrictive policies, the lockdowns have actually exacerbated it. And the mm. few people who have bothered doing studies on this have seen that actually the level of people's mental health issues has skyrocketed that we talked about a study that was conducted for children in for the children, east yes. where a lot of them had serious psychological issues problems due to covid due to measures measures you know which saw them being at being re- restricted at home the whole time mm-hmm. for almost a year mm-hmm. obviously it didn't it did weird things to their brains now uh for adults equally you know these restrictions have just put tremendous strain on how we go about our lives our business mm. that we're walking around with issues that we don't even realize and so, so people just snap it just takes the smallest provocation mm-hmm. and you just snap and lash out and then you snap you lash out viciously and it could lead to the death of somebody <sighs> so <Terrible. laughs> so yeah i mean hey let's let's do what we can about covid but man uh, please think of uh, the other side also that the actions that are being taken to combat it is actually causing other problems that no one seems interested in thinking about i've not seen a single tweet from ministry of health caring to address the issue and if they've ever mentioned it 
then I'll say they haven't mentioned it enough. Uh, but it's a pow- it's a very in- serious problem that Me- if uh, left unattended mm-hmm. will uh, cause us problems for a generation. Yeah, mental health is a topic, a discussion we have to have already. But most people don't like to talk about it. Most people think they are very strong, so they don't need it. Some people even think those are rich people problems. <laughs> but also, um, on a, oh, by the way, one other solution I didn't mention is that uh, these these love love things, eh? Love love things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love is nice, but uh, don't let it be the center of your life. That's true. Like if if you make your life about the other person mm. about wanting to be with another person wanting to be loved by another person essentially you're you're enslaving yourself you're doing yourself a disservice because now it means you're giving power to another person to control your mood control your mind mm. uh, because if by the time you're having to get into fights because you're feeling ignored mm. then what's that uh, most people that center their happiness around someone else mm. do not love themselves enough yeah, so please just try to spend less time dwelling on. Of course, we all want to be happy and find the right person, but man, if you put too much energy into all that, it will break you. <laughs> yeah, it will break you, and you'll do like some crazy stuff uh, because maybe you're feeling hurt or you're feeling, you know. So I, I like to say, like, if you're dealing with someone that is trying to disturb you, like mentally, mm. get a second one, get a back. No, just leave them. Get the back. Why are you putting yourself in they're a feeling, pussy? <laughs> they're feeling sweet on you. Hey, get no, the if if you why are you putting yourself in a position where you feel and un, where you're feeling unvalued, where you're feeling that you are an issue to someone else? Just let them be. There is always someone for someone that will love them the right way. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is always someone who can love them the right way. Yeah. Okay. So you can, and by the way, when you center your happiness on someone else, you become a burden to them. And actually, they lose their love and attraction to you. That's true. Which is the saddest thing, and it's a painful lesson that a lot of people learn, which sort of perpetuates the cycle of heartbreak, is that sadly... The more you you are in love with someone, the less they seem to be in love with you. <laughs> Sometimes you become clingy and obsessive. You know? It stops to be love and becomes an obsession. And the people that you don't you like don't care about at all, like those ones love you the most. And then the woman who you're willing to die for, lay down your life for, do anything for, man, she just she won't even answer the phone. <laughs> You've seen this, but <laughs> I'm telling you. So, so a lot of guys just find themselves wondering, "Hey, man, what do I do?" Because you know, you'll meet a girl and you'll like her so much, like you'd want to offer her the world, but you have to stop yourself and go, oh, uh, "Slow down," because if if you show you like her too much, she's gonna take you for granted or you're so gonna get you played. Do. So we just you pretend not to love her very much sometimes, or yeah, <laughs> does that work? Does I mean, yeah, you can notice you eventually. You can, uh, as as they said, what's that TV show called? Curb your enthusiasm. You can you can curb your, your thirst. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can chill, like, cause, man, 
Do you know what it's like to get a crush on a girl? It's like you're thinking about her all day. You can't sleep. You can't but the eat. shoe fits just the same. All I'm saying, side. all I'm saying is, if you ever find yourself in that situation, just take it upon yourself to diffuse <laughs> those that thirst. Yeah, go slow. Go slow. Diffuse it. Head. <laughs> Diffuse it. Like, go out on dates with other people or something. Just find a way to just let that person know, not occupy that much of your mental space because you're headed towards uh, disaster. Yeah. Because even, even if you succeeded in getting them, their relationship will probably not be a very happy one <laughs> for really? either of you. Because you will be an obsessive partner who's probably going to be very insecure. Mm-hmm. Thus, the person you ended up getting will very quickly lose attraction mm. uh, to you. You'll come across as overbearing or too controlling. Do you think that happens especially with people that have a settling mentality? Like when they meet you, they like you, that's it. They've settled. They close off everyone else and focus on the new person. So, now, yet the new person is actually still dating around because he is maybe still weighing his options. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that, that, that can also happen. So I guess you know, always try and make sure you're dealing with people on the same page. Mm. And if you meet someone and you super like him, he's really hot and cool, but he doesn't seem like he's on your page, then maybe it's best to disengage. Cut your losses yeah. as soon as possible. <laughs> And start paying attention to that guy who's inboxing you daily, Ah. asking you how your day is. The one who says, hi, (laughs) how are you? Hi, good morning, hi. That's your your Prince Charming right there. No, I like someone who says, hi, Olive, how are you? By the way, the picture you posted yesterday was really nice. That gets the conversation rolling. But someone who says, hi, how are you? Good night, good morning. Well, we'll give you your own show, Olive. <laughs> love Tactics, courtesy of Olive. Or Love Tactics with Olive on RX Radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you can educate the men on how best to go about it. <laughs> I will invite Caroline Wazema to help me with that. Oh, my goodness. That will only end in disaster. Really? <laughs> it will become, within minutes, it will just delve into the depths of... What? Oh my God. I'm even scared of where that might go. And if you don't know, uh, Olive is referring to, she's referring to the, uh, the administrator of the RX Radio uh, fan group uh, on Facebook with almost 30,000 members. That group is just lit. Lit, but in not, not always the best way, but it's lit. <laughs> in the, the adult way. But uh, if, you, if you like to hang out with RX Radio listeners in a more mm, calming, sort of uh, relaxed environment, uh, you can check out the RX uh, Radio Listeners Club. That is also a Facebook page. It's f- free for anyone to join so we can meet there also there's many ways of staying in touch you're listening to your number one station rx radio